welcome to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect, the podcast of Cargo Facts, the newsletter of record for the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm your host, Charles Kaufman, Senior Editor of Cargo Facts. And I'm Jeff Lee, Deputy Editor of Cargo Facts. For those of you tuning in, thank you for joining us. Now, Jeff, we've arrived at the final month of 2021. Somehow it's December. I think I've probably started off a few podcasts uh, this year with that phrase because, uh, once again, I'm surprised by how quickly time has passed. Uh, but looking back at the stories from this week, um, you know, I'm, I'm reminded of the fact that in past years, we've seen freighter deliveries and redeliveries stacked towards the end of the year. Yeah, well, first, I think it's uh, surprising everyone that we're in the final month of 2021. But yes, um, it does make sense. Um, and it's not surprising, I guess, that carriers and operators are taking deliveries and re-deliveries um, more toward the end of the year. But actually, that happens toward the end of um, every quarter as well, um, in a way. But yeah, we have seen um, airlines not taking more capacity um, and putting that to use during the traditional year-end um, peak season, peak period for um, shopping, e-commerce and just general cargo demand too. But um, And we've even seen, you know, multiple deliveries on the same day um, and some airlines um, have a tendency to do that more than others. Um, I mean, for example, last year we saw um, in the final months we saw obviously a surge in new build freighter deliveries from boeing but um particularly noteworthy was a triple triple seven <laughs> triple triple seven freighter delivery to Qatar airways um, on the final day of the year um and that marked actually marked boeing's 200 triple seven f um overall so I, that was a bit of a, a milestone moment but um this year i expect um i mean we may not quite see um you know a triple aircraft delivery um but we i think we will see a few more 767 300fs and a few more one or two more triple sevens um heading off before the year ends and maybe um another 747-8 for ups too yeah that's a good point um not quite what we saw last year um that's for sure. But uh, yeah, production freighters, uh, per deliveries have, have really been more staggered this year. And 2020 was something of an exception in, in many ways. Um, now, freighter re-deliveries are, are perhaps um, going to, to pick up a bit, um, especially based on the number of aircraft inducted at MROs around the world in recent months. I, I do expect we'll see a decent mix of freighter types re-delivered in the coming weeks. Looking back at the past week, however, we've seen a high volume of 767 freighter activity. Uh, much of that is a reflection of redeliveries to Amazon and on behalf of Amazon. But can you walk us through that a bit? How many aircraft are going to Amazon in these final weeks of the year? Well, of course, the thing about Amazon is that it is both leasing 767-300 freighters from cargo aircraft management, and it's also converting its own 767-300 um, yards with IAI. So, I mean, for example, in November, they took one from CAM, um, but CAM has also just taken re-delivery of another one for Amazon, and I expect that to probably yeah, go to Amazon 
um, this month. Um, but at the same time, Amazon took redelivery of the fourth and final of its um, X WestJet 767-300 ERs after conversion in Mexico City. Um, so that aircraft will probably soon into service, most likely with um, Air Transport International as well. Um, and of course, apart from the wide bodies, Amazon um, added another 737-800 SF in Europe, um, flying with ASL Airlines in Ireland. And it looks like a fourth one will follow pretty shortly. Um, and, you know, going back to the US, obviously Amazon is, has now added um, three ATR-72 bolt freighters. Those are flying with Silver Airways. And we know that there are two more kind of um, waiting in the wait, waiting to enter service. Um, so, you know, you know, there's quite a lot of movement um, in terms of the Amazon fleet um, and growth. If I recall back to December 2020 and, and actually, uh, yeah, towards the end of the year, I, I do recall some major uh, Amazon agreements coming through. Uh, you know, just just before, just prior to the uh, year finishing. Do you remember some of those, Jeff? Um, are you talking about the CMI agreements? Yeah, CMI agreements, uh, orders. Well, and also just the, the acquisition of... Uh, oh, well, and the acquisitions, yeah. So CMI agreements, acquisitions, and I was just going to say, actually, that now that Amazon has started um, converting its next batch of 767s um, and those uh, 7X Delta Airlines aircraft that it acquired uh, last, yeah, at the very end of last year. Um, we will soon see where those aircraft um, end up. Um, you know, this year, earlier this year, they put two of the ex WestJet aircraft um, in Canada and those are flying with cargo jets. So, you know, It'll be interesting to see if we to see if um, we'll have another new CMI operator, uh, six seven CMI operator for Amazon. Yeah, potentially a new CMI operator, maybe uh, some other type of uh, holiday surprises in terms of uh, freighter orders or, mm. or conversion orders or, or or commitments. We'll see. Um, while Amazon is a major mover in, me in the medium wide body space, we're also seeing new 767 freighter operators nearing redelivery of their first aircraft. Uh, what's the status of some of these conversions? So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, what will become YTO Cargo Airlines' first 767-300 BDSF um, is now almost ready and then it's completed its first test flight this week um, in Tel Aviv with IAI and of course this means that um, the re-delivery is, is pretty imminent um, and this aircraft was actually inducted in well arrived in Tel Aviv in March um, and those so it's the first of two that YTO bought earlier this year and those are X Air Canada feedstock. Um, and coincidentally, just a day after that first flight of the YTO aircraft, um, Air Canada's first 767-300 BDSF also took to the skies in Tel Aviv. Um, so, you know, we could see two 767-freighters uh, head off to new operators before the year ends. Yeah, and, and just before this call, you were we were discussing the um, the Air Canada um, freighter livery um, that we've seen. Of course, we don't know 
um, if, if that is going to be the the final livery or, or what their plans are there. But based on what you've seen, what do you, uh, what is it well, looking I, like in, it, in terms of It was interesting to me that they had the aircraft, the Air Canada, the one going to Air Canada, um, that fully painted in the old um, Air Canada kind of toothpaste, uh, toothpaste, green, greenish white. Um, and I sus because I suspect that's because they are eager to have it in service. And so they're not going to waste time painting it into the new uh, black livery. Um, and so when this aircraft came to Tel Aviv, it was in the old Air Canada, um, still in the old Air Canada livery. So yeah, uh, because we've seen this with some of the um, ex-American Airlines um, 767s that go to Amazon and it has, they've painted it um, just, you know, that silvery gray, um, that silvery gray of the the American Airlines deliveries um, and had it flying, um, you know, especially now for peak um, and then, you know, they'll probably wait until sometime next year to paint it back into the, the full livery. We'll see. So maybe it signals get it into service as quickly as possible. <laughs> so mm -hmm. if we're not seeing or, you know, not expecting at least double digit uh, production freighter deliveries this month, uh, what else are you watching? Yeah, there are quite a few um, narrow body freighters that I have my eye on. Firstly, um, Qantas's third A321P2F. Looks like it's almost ready to head back home from Singapore. Um, and so that will make Qantas the largest operator of the type with three, but um, that will change very quickly next year. Um, and sticking with EFW, I know that their first A320 P2F should also be stretching its wings for the first time um, pretty soon. That should be exciting to watch. And um, as well, there are a couple of 757s for Amerijet that we expect um, or hope to, to start flying later this month. So, you know, a lot of interesting movements um, this time of year. Yeah, the takeaway is certainly that it's going to be another busy month. Um, that capacity is still very much in need by operators um, across the globe and ahead of the holidays and, and well beyond that. That's all the time we have for today. Uh, to those of you listening, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Cargofax Connect. For more multimedia content like this, check out Cargofax.com and search Cargofax Connect on iTunes and Spotify.